everyone, let's do this! How's everybody doing? As always, I'm hoping that you're doing fantastically well, that you're healthy, happy, and of course, looking forward to spending an amazing weekend with your friends and family to do something enjoyable, to relax and recharge those batteries. Thank you so much for tuning in and welcome to another episode of my podcast, Leave the Bubble, where we talk about expanding our comfort zones, dealing with changes and embracing challenges in life, as well as staying curious and in general trying to grow as a person. Last week, we looked a little more inward and tackled the concept of learning how to be alone, but not falling into the trap of feeling lonely. We discussed the many benefits of solitude or alone time, as some people prefer to call it, and talked about the importance of being self-reliant when it comes to our overall joy and happiness. If you haven't managed to give it a listen or would like to go over the mentioned concepts, don't hesitate going back to episode 29, How to Be Alone But Not Lonely. But now let's dive right into this week's episode. And today, as occasionally is the case in this podcast, it's story time. (laughs) Today, I will tell you about the time a very close friend of mine and myself commandeered, for lack of a better word, (laughs) our street's badge of honor. Now, the action in itself, even though a lot of fun and for our dorm, an absolute legendary feat is not the main reason I want to tell you this story, but instead it's all about the meaning behind it. So allow me to give you a little bit of context first. It's the year 2016, the month of September. Young Phil is about to have his first day of his bachelor's at the University of Mannheim and has just moved into the dorm ADH, which stands for Alfred Delp House. Where, you ask? In the D6 block in Mannheim. Now, for any person that has never been to Mannheim, which will be the absolute vast majority of you, (laughs) the city center of Mannheim does not have street names because it is divided into blocks, into squares. It's a very sophisticated system, if you ask me, which might seem complicated at first, but once you've gotten used to it, it turns out to be very intuitive and super practical for everyone, especially newbies, because it immensely facilitates the orientation within the city center. Alright, anyway, the block where we lived was called D6, and on top of that, our dorm's football team's fan base for the university football tournament, European football or American soccer, mind you, was called the D6 Ultras, which pretty much stands for the D6 Hooligans. So by now, you may understand that we had a very close connection to the letter-number combination D and 6. (laughs) And the last little piece of context you should be aware of is that each block has its letter-number combo drilled high above the ground on each of its corners in the form of a pretty big blue and white metal plaque. There you go. Now you know everything you need to, and let's get right into the story. So... Since my very first semester, I heard people from my floor fantasizing about, let's say, borrowing one of those plaques as pretty much a war trophy we would be able to proudly present to the other floors of the dormitory. You must know that historically the third floor where I lived in has always been and always will be the best floor of the house with the coolest and most fun students living within those hallowed corridors. (laughs) 
So naturally, a healthy dose of internal floor competition was always there, and being able to show our house's plaque in our floor's living room would silence any potential uprising attempts from other wannabe floors within the dorm. Makes sense, right? <laughs> so there we were, fantasizing of this legendary feat, but the semesters passed, and nothing happened. What were some of the frequent excuses? That plaque is drilled way too high for us to reach it. We don't have the equipment to remove it from the wall made out of solid concrete. And of course, it goes without saying that, and let's go ahead and say it this time, stealing city property and getting caught while doing it would not be taken lightly by the police. But even though the semesters passed, there was always this dormant feeling simmering and boiling within us to get it done someday. Until... <laughs> During the winter holidays, before starting my last semester in Mannheim, and right before one of my closest friends was definitely moving out, who had just graduated, on a very cold night from the 10th of January to the 11th of January of 2020, we decided to do it. No matter what, at whichever cost necessary, it was time. We played many rounds of beer pong, a few rounds of rage cage, and at about 3.30am with a solid dose of liquid courage, off we went from our beautifully cozy and warm living room into the cold darkness of the night. Each one of us wearing some old working gloves we found in our floor storeroom, which were probably from 2004, and off we went feeling like solidly prepared outlaws towards our destined mission of commandeering our street's badge of honor. Everything was perfectly planned. One of us climbed on top of a metal box and would start to unscrew the first screws, while the other, the lookout, would be on the prowl for any approaching pedestrians on a midnight walk, or even worse, watch out for any policemen patrolling by. Every time a car drove by or someone approached us, the lookout would signal it to the unscrewing member of our unstoppable duo, who would then crouch, still on top of that big metal box about a meter and a half over the ground, thinking that that automatically made them invisible. Let me tell you, in hindsight, it definitely didn't. <laughs> the person doing it, and we both did, as we were constantly switching back and forth because unscrewing the plaque was way more difficult than initially anticipated, looked exactly how it sounds like. A grown man crouching on a huge metal box thinking they were reaching ninja-like levels of invisibility, which we were clearly not. <laughs> Long story short... After about half an hour of battling those screws deeply drilled into the concrete, we finally managed to forcefully pull all four of them out and finally holding that mystified D6 plaque in our mere mortal hands. That satisfaction was undeniable. We successfully fulfilled our birthright, made our floor proud, and achieved something that generations of D6 inhabitants dreamt of, but never executed. With our heads held high and a huge grin on our face, we made our way back into our floor's living room and proudly took our well-deserved photo shoots with our new trophy, which, by the way, was properly heavy, only underlying its value, of course. <laughs> now, why am I telling you this? It's definitely not because I want to incentivize you to vandalize your cities, absolutely not. <laughs> but if you paid close attention, the moral of this story goes back to a very simple point. It was all based on one conversation between me and my friend. 
We talked about the countless unforgettable nights we spent in Mannheim and reminisced of the times we outdid an already legendary thing during our bachelors. And we both knew that we were extremely privileged and lucky to have had such a fun time during our time in Mannheim. But we also knew that the crowning jewel was missing. And so one night we simply said, you know what? Let's do it. We looked each other in the eye, shook hands, and knew that we both meant it. And so we did. Simple as that. Think back to the many times you told yourself you would do something and then forgot about it or let it slide. Or even worse, when you told others you would do something and then didn't come through. Now, of course, people tell all kinds of things when they drink or when they're partying. Like, hey, we should take our blocks plaque. And then everyone shouts back, yeah. <laughs> I'm not only talking about these situations, but especially about the times where you really tell someone you want to do something and then don't. It's about keeping one's word and staying true to oneself. And that's why I wanted to tell you the story. Many people that lived in the dorm before us wanted to take the plaque, but didn't. Maybe they knew better and decided against it. Maybe they just forgot about it. Or maybe they never meant it in the first place. It really doesn't matter. Since my first semester, I legitimately wanted to take it. And so did my buddy, which is why it was so easy to say, under the threat of our last weeks or months in Mannheim, of course, either now or never. Just think back to a time where you promised someone something and maybe it fell through the cracks. Or worse, you consciously let it go. It's completely fine to decide against something. We can always reconsider things in life. But in that case, I'd advise to tell the people who might be awaiting for something to happen that you change your mind. Then everyone knows what the current status is. But more importantly, you owe it to yourself to follow through when you promise yourself something. And yes, this example can be a funny story, but the principle is applicable everywhere. It's not going to be easy and sometimes you really need to leave your comfort zone in its entirety to follow through on something. But that's precisely what we do here at Leave the Bubble. So go for it. You can do it. As a quick FYI, as far as I know, the plaque we took has yet to be replaced. So either no one noticed it's gone or even better, no one cares. <laughs> either way, this will be our little secret. Wink, wink. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for sticking around until the end of the episode. I hope you enjoyed it and let me know if you like this storytelling format. I'd love to know. But for now, I wish a fantastic day, a great start into the weekend. And as always, please stay safe. Stay healthy and hey, don't be afraid to leave your bubble.